It's all good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fair Woo! the Burn podcast. We are back for another one. It is me and Cougar back from the dead. I'm your co-host, back. Chandler Fair. This is Cougar Coburn. He doesn't need to tell you who he is because you already know. It's episode 18, baby. <laughs> episode and I am blessed <laughs> today to have with wow. me a true guest and a friend. From the Cougar Coburn show, Cougar Coburn, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank Cougar, you. Cougar. Thank you. Now I have, thank uh, you for having me. I have a couple of questions here for you okay. um, on this 18th inaugural yes. episode, and also shout out to our uh, man behind the scenes, Rad, Radley. We appreciate you. You, can you may come up, up on the screen ever, if you ever know. You, you you got it. Eventually, you will be here. Hopefully, yes, sir. But that's fine. We all love you. He's awesome running everything that we got going on. But we're not now, talking so. about Radley. We're Stop trying to God. get off I'm, of other people, to, man. To You're too selfless. Yeah, Here's what I have to ask my very special guest and my beautiful friend yes, and sir. such a beautiful man that I know. Thank you. Thank you. What is your middle name? Can I guess? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Can you give me can you give me a hint? How many letters is it? It is four letters. Four letters. Okay. Um, And it is my dad's middle name. Really? I don't particularly care for the name, but it does have sentimental value to me, so that's Mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. Can you find this word on any part of a male's body? No. Okay. Okay. Nope. All right. Good. Is this a biblical name? No. Okay. Thank God. My question, my answer? Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not true because you possibly could find a cunt on a male's body in today's culture. Absolutely. Welcome to Fair the Burn, everybody. everybody. Welcome. It's a great episode, man. Episode it's a, 18, baby. It's a great day to be here. That was beautiful to start. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I just thought we might start off with a little well, Shabazz. Well, so how do you feel being episode 18? This has been going on for a long time. Do you remember when like, when our first actual episode was posted? I do not. Uh, April 11th. April 11th. Yeah, it was like three days before my birthday. So we made it through the summer. We made it through the summer, baby. Woo! We're into fall now. We got video now. Like We're upgrading. We got a flag. We got this. We got some kombucha in the background. Woo! Um, We're growing and yeah, shaking, yeah. man. This, this is awesome. This is cool. Uh, I feel good. I honestly feel like we're growing in the right directions. Uh, I feel like even just doing a podcast for a little bit has really taught me a lot about myself mm-hmm. and how I communicate and how I can do that better. Um, it also has taught me that sometimes I'm wrong. You know, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll, I'll make takes or we'll do a whole episode. That I don't post or we don't post because I was like, man, I don't like what I said in this episode. Right. You know, so it's taught me that I can be wrong and I'm okay with that. That's a beautiful thing to realize. Yeah. And like someday we will like release that episode. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, we will. And we will release it on our Patreon. Patreon. Which, by the way, is our uh, sponsor for this podcast, patreon.com forward slash fair the burn. Yes. If you like what we're doing here, you want to have more content. There is content posted on our Patreon. Little does Cougar know, but it is posted already. I did not know that. Okay. And uh, speaking about that, what do you think has been the most important thing for all the viewers that have kind of stuck around with us and have seen us? What do you think has been the thing that has kept people interested as we have gone on? I think us being honest, Mm. you know? And really being like, we can be wrong. 
because we know that we know nothing. You need to put that on a shirt. Beautiful. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's a shout absolutely. out to Rad out there. Shout out to their t-shirt, man. Yes. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I think uh, I think just us being honest, I think us being spontaneous and goofy and real is really yes. important. And so I think we need to do that further, um, even as we continue to progress and hopefully kind of grow this into a bit of a business and a bit of a... More of an organization with mm-hmm. people. I don't know if organization is even the right word, though. You know what I mean? Just like a right. community. Yes. Like we grow with a, with a community, um, which you can also join if you go to patreon.com forward slash fair the burn, uh, where we actually have merch now, which is pretty fucking merch. dope. Yeah, show that yeah. out. Yeah. So. Fair the burn. And you want to say Rad's the Rad's a t-shirt guy. I make these fun That's true. T-shirts, yeah. Okay? That's, so, that is true, man. Oh, so yeah. This is what we got going on. Life's a roller coaster. And then, you know... With what we talking about on this podcast, let me. Christ, let me get a... corruption and culture. Yes, that looks great, dude. I like yeah, the yellow. Man. I it really, really do. Um, and you can get those. Where can you get those? You can get those uh, at bonfire.com forward slash ftb dash one dash one. We'll have to put that like right here. Yeah, we'll put that in the video. We can also put a Patreon in there as well. But it, podcasting has taught me that I can be wrong. What has it taught you? Uh, the same thing. It's taught me how to like be open. Because um, just even like responses that I got about like the Mormon missionaries, it's like, yeah, the, your critical response, you would not have done well in this situation. And that's why you're not in the situation that I am because hmm. I'm trying to learn how to be open and not just hear something and say, well, that's stupid or that's crazy. Like, <coughs> excuse me, dying. Try to open up and hear somebody actually fully articulate their stuff without having to defend it. There's a difference between defending something and just showing something. And I like when people are showing me something rather than defending something. Yeah. And uh, man's going to call. <laughs> Bang, son. He's got COVID. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, man, like the amount of people, I mean, I even read my sister's text on the podcast yeah, where yep. she was like, you should have written into those Mormons more. Yep. And it's like, listen, I'm not trying to play a game of gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, a little bit. I want you to kind of just talk about some of the stuff that's deeper into your beliefs Absolutely. because for everybody, it's like the deeper you get into their beliefs, you go, oh, you believe you believe some interesting things yeah and that's like regardless of who you are exactly you know so i hope that as we continue to do this podcast that we continue to learn that humans are crazy and wacky and like out there and well and that's how you get to those ideas and even if you're trying to expose an idea you need it fully articulated and when you cut people off and you want to attack them and tell them how wrong they are their idea is never fully articulated and once you can show like oh yeah well here's the idea it's wrong but when i see people using ad hominem and it's like a sleight of hand it's like a distraction so i don't know the actual information using what what did i say ad hominem ad hominem ad hominem i learned this in my freshman speech class <laughs> and that's the only time i've ever ad ad dash hominem hominem yes hominem Hom- ad hominem hominem yes sir h o m i n i m Yes. Ad. That's exactly how it's like spelled. advertisement. Advertisement. Dash. Hominatory. Do you spell dash? Sometimes, depending on what language, but typically it's just the line. Okay, I feel that. So yeah. <laughs> so ad hominem is, is that language sarcasm? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> and then homonym. 
Yes. Homonym. Homonym. What the fuck is that? That is name calling, essentially. Mm. It's when your your argument can deteriorate into ad hominem, and all anyone is using is ad hominem, and you will see ad hominem in uh, political debates. Mm. When you are attacking someone's character, and so you see this every time with any president ever, when you're attacking like the looks you're not getting at like the information and the ideas that are actually like people who are involved in being impacted. You're talking about how old Joe Biden looks and that's, ad, that's an ad hominem attack or argument, which sometimes are funny. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how Donald Trump became president, bro. The Cheeto man. So he's straight up. That's the thing that no one figured out. Like, I mean, I guess Joe Biden did cause he beat him, but yeah. I really thought that I, I forgot who had this take, but it was somebody famous. And they said, you shouldn't be a fucking politician to beat Trump. You should be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think it would have been better yep. if we had legitimate people like Andrew Yang going up against Donald Trump. Like right. somebody real. Right. You know what He's I mean? He's much more real. And congrats. And like again, Joe Biden beat well, Trump. So you don't need to. to you but. don't need to be a comedian. You don't need to be a comedian. You just need to be an old, mumbling man on drugs. On on some Addy. No harm, no foul. Easy peasy. Come just, on, Trump. You suck, bitch. Just listen to all the people around you. Just go tell them. Just yeah. say what they want you to say. So let's 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 talk about that. Joe Biden. I don't want to talk about that, dude. I don't I don't uh, want to talk about that. I, Do you know I, what I want to talk about? Let's listen to what I want to talk about. I'd love to. I can be wrong on this podcast. Okay. Okay? Yes. Do you know what else I can be on this podcast? Right. Right. I can yes. be fucking right. And do you know what I was right about? Was well, goddamn Jake Paul. Okay? Fuck Biden. Yeah. Like that guy in Idaho who has that flag on his truck. We all know who you are. Uh, yeah. We don't know yeah. who you are, but we know we your know, goddamn yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. And fuck Trump. <laughs> Give it up for fucking Jake Paul, everybody. Okay? I'm clapping for a man I don't know. I'm clapping for a man who beat Tyron Woodley, who didn't have a lot of fights in the UFC. But listen, man. He went eight fucking rounds with the UFC champion. You gotta give that dude props. Eight three minutes rounds, dog. I don't know if I can. No, stop. (laughs) Bro. Stop. I'm too caught up on like the 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 prize fighting that it is. And Okay, just because it's okay. All it was all all it was in my opinion was a big show being put on Mm -hmm. with not any true or real like professional boxing happening all to make money and then from what i understand i haven't heard anything else and this might have been just a big joke that he said is he all done boxing who knows who knows man who knows i don't think he's retired from boxing so you don't trust him i no. <laughs> Why the fuck would you trust a troll, dude? You can't trust a troll, and that's Absolutely. all he's doing. Yep, that's true. You know what I mean? Yep. Here's I, I think that I know exactly. I, I think I know the way that I think his his career, because I don't think he has a career, right? Because he's prize fighting. Right, right. But just because he's prize fighting, it doesn't mean that there isn't a level of skill that goes true. into it, especially true. when he's going up against straight up world-class athletes, which if Tyron Woodley fought him probably four or five years prior, he would have fucking knocked the fuck out of Jake Paul. Tyron so? Wood- Yes, because Tyron Woodley was a UFC champion 
And before he fought Jake, he lost three straight three straight fights. Right. His la- his last title defense, he got demolished, dude. Out wrestled, and he's like a wrestler. Like I I think he complete competed in the fucking college wrestling or some shit like that. Right. He hung out with Ben Askren, who's an Olympic wrestler. Ben Askren, the guy he, who Jake Paul knocked out. He also lost to Jake Paul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But he got out wrestled for five rounds versus Kamaru Usman. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, after yeah. that, he got fucking grapple fucked by Gilbert Burns, <laughs> who then lost to Kamaru Usman. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he fucking got demolished and ran over and gave up in the third round. He was literally on bottom. And the guy, like a sex, um, <laughs> like a sex, uh, he was on bottom. And all of a sudden, as Colby Covington is on him, it was the guy who he's fighting. He just goes, ah, my rib, my rib, my rib, and gives up. Mm. Which, granted, could have been in, he probably wasn't a great deal of pain. Probably, you know what I mean. Right, right. But it just wasn't looking good. The trajectory of his career, right? And so he, well, because it's like two, it's it's like an amateur boxing match that people are making it out and analyzing it as if it's this high level, super impressive, mind blowing performances. And it's like the only reason, if anybody, if there was a guy that looked exactly like Jake Paul and had. Two percent more skill than him, we wouldn't give a fuck. That's true. We wouldn't care That's about true. any. We wouldn't care about his skill. We wouldn't care about him at all because there's plenty of people like that who are already better than who, who we don't care about. But I I don't think it's necessarily amateur. Clearly, they're getting paid for it, so that makes it not amateur. I understand what you're saying about the skill level, well, but even then, to, so because that's the thing. Why isn't he fighting a professional boxer? He might next. This is where I'm getting to, okay. motherfucker. All right, all right, all right. Here's all right. here's what I think's gonna happen. Okay. Little theory his, going on. His trajectory is seems like he has a couple of people he can who he can fight. He's got some some mild steam right now. I would say with a guy named uh, it's not Tyson. It's Tyson's younger brother. Uh, Rad, can you look this up for me? The guy who uh, Tyson Fury's younger brother, Tommy Fury. Oh, you Tommy Fury is his name. Okay. No, you're good, bro. Um, Tommy Fury, who he's this kind of lighter weight dude i want to say i think he fights in like the 170s not right. even like where jake paul fights out at 190 right but everyone says that even tommy fury this guy who's six and oh seven and oh now as a professional boxer mm-hmm. who's the heavyweight champion of the world's younger brother right everyone's saying that jake paul would beat the fuck out of them right and so is this going to turn into whoever will get the whoever will bring in the most tickets and the highest bid will get to fight jake I, I think people make it seem like it's out to be like, oh, well, he's going to progress through and fight these levels and eventually make it to the top. It's going to be who will bring in the most money. Who's got the, yeah, the most name? Who's got the biggest name? So this is one of the guys right here. Oh, he's ripped. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Fury. Okay. And he's 6-0, 7-0, something like that in, in, in professional boxing. Okay. He's uh, from England. He's supposed to be this brawler guy. Uh, and he's got some clout because he's the heavyweight champion's younger bro, right? Right, and he's right. undefeated so far, which is important in boxing, right? But I, I could see him fighting him. I think Jake's next fight is definitely within a year, okay. And then I think he says he was retired again, and then takes a big, big fight after that, mm. a couple of years down you the road. Got to build something up. So you, you think that he's scheming? He's scheming he, big he's time. He's a businessman. He's smart. I'm not saying anything on his ability to get through this process and be a winner out of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Because I would not be surprised if he 
had a plan where in you know three or four years he was going to have like this big big fight yeah regardless of the opponent the big hype of the fight you know like like win lose or draw he's just there to make the the, the bag well and he'll always win well win lose or draw he'll always win yeah because that's the thing like no boxer has the following that he has no do you mean he'll win the fight or he'll win he'll win objectively overall yeah you know what i'm saying yeah I agree even if that. he gets knocked out that's yeah. a, an instant meme Everyone in the whole fucking world will be talking about Jake Paul for the next month. Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul. His brand will go through the roof. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's two weeks later and we're still talking about it. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So here's what I think. I think he's going to either fight like Tommy Fury um, or somebody else. Like I think this other guy named Austin McBroom who just also did a a boxing event with social gloves. Social gloves. His boxing promotion. Oh, okay. That now promotes like influencers boxing mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like now is kind of infamous for not paying their fighters <laughs> from ah. the one event that they had oh what event was that uh, it was called, it was like social gloves first event it was austin mcbroom this dude right. versus bryce hall who's this like TikTok. oh yeah yep it was youtube versus tiktok and so they did this fucking boxing event and there's been a lot of scandals now where they're like, hey, we all competed and nobody, nobody got paid. Wow. Yeah. Bro. So I think that, but here's the thing too. Austin, I think was like 155, 160. So again, he's not close to Jake's weight. Do they have to, how similar in weight do they have to be? So, I think in boxing you can split like, I think like five pounds. Because what if they just wanted to? What if they said, well, we're just going to do it? Then they're all going to get fucked up, Well, but dude. like, can't, could you technically do that? Or is there some law that would be like, no, that like you literally I have wouldn't no idea. be allowed to do that? I okay. have no idea. Yeah. Because it could be, it could get dangerous if you get a 220 pounder against like a 140 pounder. Well, and they used to do that. Back in the day, dude, there's all those old fights of like sumo wrestlers like fighting with karate shit. guys. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. We should we should watch. Uh, Dave always tells me, "Fuck you, David." Uh, you, David. David always tells me to go back and watch UFC. <laughs> the little <laughs> grin afterwards. Uh, UFC one, uh, and I never have, but oh. I know that I need to. Yeah, because yes. uh, it's just wild. You know what I mean? There's like a dude yeah. with one boxing glove, like hoist Gracie's in a full fucking gi. Like, oh my God. it's crazy, man. So wow. th- there's no weight class back in the day. So, yeah, I think he's going to fight like Tommy Fury uh, or Austin McBroom probably within a year. And then I think Jake Paul fights in two to three years after that. KSI, who his brother lost to. Logan had two right. fights with him. And he, I think he's going to he might avenge right. Logan's losses. Right. Or Logan. I, th- I was just thinking that might be the big cake on top. They've mentioned that too. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been like, well, yeah, that would be like one of the biggest fights ever. Ever, dude. Because there's a... ridiculous. I think it's the Klitschko brothers were a famous like like fighting um, brother pair that everyone was always like, oh, they need to fight. They need to fight. But they, right. they never ended up fighting. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be like the first siblings who right. fought professionally. You know, like right. like op- like openly for the world to see, or I mean, Jake Paul can always fight like a fucking NFL player. Like that's always like yeah. a possibility yep. for him too. Antonio Brown or Juju Smith Booth, whoever the fuck that guy yeah, name is. Yeah, whoever that Juju. guy is. Yeah, Juju. Juju. Yeah, yeah. Juju. Yep. Juju. Um, and yeah. Jake Paul can honestly suck my dick, like in a good way or a bad way. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Fair the Burn, everybody. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. I just think that uh, I don't think he's that bad at boxing. I really don't. I don't think he's bad at boxing either. Speaking of boxing, I want to talk about one of our other sponsors. Uh, shout out to Eastman Boxing, uh, a part of what I believe is Eastman Fitness and MMA down in Centerville, Utah. Maybe yeah. I should get a better like reading for this. <laughs> Probably. But. but Darian Orvin is the man. Uh, he does boxing classes down in Centerville. So if you ever want to go... Down there and get some lessons. You can go learn from a man who is certified from the USA Boxing Association. And uh, all you motherfuckers out there in Salt Lake and other places, go ahead and check them out. Eastman Boxing at Eastman MMA and Fitness. Beautiful. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to swear in that ad, but they're not paying me. So who cares? Um, Yeah, you're not... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably it, dog. What's up, son? That's it. That's Eastman Boxing, son. Check it out. Darian. He's going to... He's gonna teach you up right. Give me that one, one, two. I've seen his his wife, man. His wife's got hands. He trains that lady. Ta 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 ta. ta. Go check it out. Uh, go check it out. And go fucking exercise, man. I did that before the podcast, and I feel really good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's really good. It's great for you. That cold showers, man. No. Yep. No, 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 bro. Do you know? <laughs> okay, so it's not exercise. It's not cold showers. It's not even like you think like maybe even like cold showers and then like eating something healthy or something. Like, would you probably say that maybe? Like, is that what you would say? I feel like, I feel like a lamb being led to the slaughter, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you'd be wrong because <laughs> do you know what would make you feel good and many others? What? If you got the vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes everybody feel better. That's true. I am tired of murdering people. And now so. uh, our, our beautiful president is now mandating those things for companies 100 employees and over. 100 plus, yeah, from my understanding. Or, this is a good or, and or, weekly <laughs> negative COVID tests. What do you think about that? Uh, I think... I'm not sure about it. I think it's pretty stupid. Mm -hmm. I also think that COVID can mutate. And I do. Because how else do we get variants? Did you hear about the Mu variant? What's it called? Mu. Mu? M-U. That's the new. Oh. That's supposed to be vaccine resistant. Is that like new? It's it's the new Mu. Is that like Kendrick Lamar's new thoughts? Yes. Exactly like that. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Anyway, the Mu variant. No, I didn't see it. So, but there are, like you said, Biden will announce vaccine mandate for companies with 100 plus employees um, working with OSHA or direct OSHA. I guess OSHA just kind of has to listen. I mean, maybe not, dude. They they might be the ones really like enforcing this bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and yeah. Wow. So, I think it's rough because I think a lot of people. I mean, let's be real about this. You know what I mean? If they want to talk people about people who don't know how to do things, like me and Rad were just talking about outside. I don't even know how to get tested. Right. I've never gotten a test. Mm-hmm. And I would personally, I personally have like a timeline of when I think I would like to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. 
because I feel like that's everyone's personal choice. Absolutely. Right. And I think I would like to get it probably like next summer if I were to get it because I would have to for school. Right. For like theater and stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. So, well, do you think that the like, you know, theater thinking of the, the political alignment in like theater, there is an argument to be made about my body, my choice. Yeah, I agree with that. But I also think that they just won't allow me to do it or like not be in a mask all the time if I'm not vaccinated. Right, right. So and and by that point, bro, like the vaccines already laid out. Right. And I feel like it'll be developed enough to a point where the kinks because I'm not I I, here's the thing. I'm not worried about this is an irony for me. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about a fucking virus that has a 99.6% survival rate. Right. But I'm low key worried about a vaccine that has like a 97 point whatever success rate. Right. And we're like, nothing weird happens from what we understand. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So that is like a contradiction for me, but I just want some more time because I've just learned some more stuff about COVID. And so if I have to get a, a test every week, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think that my company might mandate us just getting the vaccine. So I don't know. Right. I have no idea. Right. Do you feel pretty good about it knowing that you work at a company that definitely has less than 100 people? Yes. Um, on a national level, they might. I don't know what the like. If I guess it would be specifically like locally. Mm-hmm. 100 people maybe. Um, but I just think that I would try to find somewhere else to work. I'm not in a committed career which is lucky at this point but it's again like it's too scary for me and if i'm scared to do something i'll be damned if i'm socially shamed into doing it um that would be the worst reason for me to get a vaccine would be because i feel embarrassed that people want me to or that i want to like have a specific job because i should get a vaccine because i feel like it's going to protect me and Mm -hmm. that's it Mm-hmm. not for any status or social gain, you know, like that seems strange to me. Um, and I don't want to do that. Now, should people have the right to get a vaccine and go get as many boosters and everything that they want? Absolutely. I don't, I'm not the microchip guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's going to murder you. Every, everyone that has gotten the vaccine in the next eight months is going to be dead. I heard a guy say that. I don't know about that. I just that would be wild, <laughs> bro. That would like. Be... And my question is: Is it all at one time, or is it like as they got like the vaccine? Dominoes, bro. It's like yeah, exactly eight months yeah. after your second shot. Yeah. So I'm not there. I am afraid of new things coming out and being implemented onto the world. And I would like, like you, in the same position. Um, I heard something this might not be true, and you never know that it takes two years to um, finish clinical trials of something. And so in two years, the clinical trials for the vaccine will be done. Um, I would love to take a look at it at that point and Mm -hmm. see where we're at. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's a lot more time than, oh, hey, it's been nine months and now we're going on a year. It's just, it it doesn't feel like enough time for me personally. Well, and for me, like we did that whole COVID episode and it seems like every episode is yeah, episode because we always here. learn because yep. every day is a new thing yep you know what i mean yep but i in our research in that a lot of those vaccines get laid out to the public after minimum about 10 years mm-hmm. minimum yep. usually it's about 15 to 20 
but like they'll start testing in large groups around like two to five right seemed like so i'm trying to give science enough time right because yep. even though we have sped up I don't think that we've sped up to the point where we can get a vaccine out like that. Immediately, yeah. Especially because, man, like, I've done some research on... We've all done research. I've done, I've some done research my own research. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on coronavirus. So if you look into it, uh, do you know that coronavirus is like... So coronavirus is a, like a virus that isn't COVID-19. Coronavirus yes. is like its own thing. You could get, I had wipes at my house, like Clorox wipes that said uh, some of the bacteria or viruses that it kills it was coronavirus. Right. And that was from like 2015 or whatever. And coronavirus know. like is in other shit. Right. Like MERS, M-E-R-S. Right. You know what MERS is? I've heard of it. It's the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, I want to okay. say. That's racist if you say, but okay. See, right? And this is what I thought, too. I was like, we all called it the fucking, people called it the China virus, but people literally named this the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. <laughs> yep. And it killed like 35% of the people who got it. Now, it wasn't like big enough on a scale for enough people getting it. Right. For them to get it, for them to like catch it. And I think it comes from animals and I don't think it can be spread between um, humans. Right. Okay. But they never found a vaccine for it. Mm. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Rad, please look this up. SARS. SARS. Vaccine. Okay. Like on Google, not DuckDuckGo because I need Google. I looked this up shit up on Google. <laughs> Google. Yeah, man, I want them to steal your data. On that quick. compromise search engine. <laughs> uh, so the SARS vaccine, right, has coronavirus in it, right? Like it had part of it was one of those things. Wait, say that one more time. SARS okay. had coronavirus, like it was like a coronavirus strain. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And the vaccine for SARS, they never found. They never okay. found a vaccine for it, but they did start working on it. Right, mm. which is what they were talking about with that plug and play system. Right. Like with Ebola, and they were like, Well, we've been using this type of vaccine, they've been plugging it in. Um go up, man. It's not scars, SARS, sorry. S A R S. Sudden acute respiratory syndrome. Um Damn, we don't have the same Googles. That shit is crazy. Uh, because on mine, it said that they started testing them on animals and, uh, some of those animals got, or those animals seem to get immune diseases. Oh. And I was like, well, if they're using like the plug and play system, can you look up, can you right. go back? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, they started testing, can you go back and look up SARS vaccine, um, animal immune dis yeah, diseases, disease. Animal coronavirus vaccines. Um, yeah. And man, so th there I'd... could be something going on where it does help you create a protein that attacks this virus. But do we know every single other thing that it is doing to our body? 100%. Right. I don't know if we can make that claim yet. Like we said, we I don't know if there's been enough time. If there's a plug and play going on and there's this pattern of immunity or uh, immune diseases that we said mm -hmm. uh, going on. But that, that's another thing is like, well, we're an I mean, argument they, can be made that we're not an animal. We're di like we're a different species. We're and they haven't been showing up in humans, right, from what right. we understand. But, but how long has it been? Exactly. Right. 
there's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, bro. So it never ends, man. And that's why it it just baffles my mind when people feel so strongly about one side. It really does. Yeah. Because like, I can see some benefits. I I, I see a lot of negatives, if yep. I'm honest, and just mm-hmm. a lot of like, why would I do that? But I do see some like benefits as far as social status and as far right. as like being able to like go into restaurants in yep. New York and shit like that. Yep. There's incentives for sure. I saw this CNN headline that said you are 25 times more likely to die from uh, COVID without a vaccine. And then when you do the numbers, because you, the chances of you dying with the vaccine is 99.999. Of living. Of living. Of, of, of surviving. Yeah, with the vaccine. Yep. Yeah. 25, if you take 25% of that away of like the difference, it comes out to 99.765 or whatever. And so you can manipulate these really tiny numbers because when you're multiplying tiny numbers, they don't go up that much, right? Yeah. And they don't go down that much. And so CNN has this 25 times more likely to die. And people are like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's like, it literally would change it like 0.2, 0. 0.1. It's not even a full percentage. It's not, not even a full all. percentage. Not at all. So that's my, that's my like problem, I guess, with it is, and we were we were kind of talking outside about how humans need to be free, right? Mm-hmm. And like how we need to not like like is our existence just to be looking at phones, right? And just be doing shit like that. I had to get off of social media, man. Nice. I am off of social media for this fucking month Smart and man. maybe longer. Like I'm on Facebook for a little bit of my job and a little bit of my fantasy football group. But mm-hmm. other than that, like, and, and low key, like this week at work, I have been scrolling a little bit and I just can't last more than like three minutes, man. I'm like a dude who never gets fucked. <laughs> and then he gets fucked and he's like, <laughs> like, it's terrible, bro. But it's anger. Like, it's not like a release for me. It's like, right. Oh my fucking shut. Like, and, Okay, so I saw this picture, right, of like, these people in stands with masks on mm-hmm. in 1918, which is during, like, the Spanish flu, right? Right, And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, fucking Americans now can't even put on masks, but look, everybody at this football game back in 1918, they're all wearing masks, and mm-hmm. they're not complaining. First of all, if they were out today, you would be like, fuck those people for being at that football game. <laughs> yes, you would. Okay. Yeah. And secondarily, okay. <laughs> so true. And secondarily, it's because every one of those people knew at least two people that died that, from Spanish I, flu. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And they were fu- like, I'm not fucking. Like, like there's yep. a lot more that goes into it, man. Yep, absolutely. You know, and when people just make these blanket statements or these blanket whatever and you know i know that a lot of people make broad claims it's what we all do yep but come on man like you got to think logically at some point about well and and social media is the worst place to try to convey information and that is what i'm trying to practice and do is attempt to convey information in a productive way to exchange me telling someone telling someone something and then them telling me something back rather than ad hominem rather than the bullshit that gets in the way so i had some people on multiple of my social medias talk about big dick energy and little dick energy right and one of these girls was talking about how getting the vaccine was big dick energy and so i've heard this concept before of like people talking against big dick energy but it really gets into like your body shaming 
men and you're trying to set up a society where you are you should feel ashamed of yourself and you are a lesser if you happen to have a smaller member downstairs than what people perceive as as big or whatever whatever the fucking interpretation is yeah but she's also very liberal and has gone on rants of like men body shaming women and how it's disgusting and how we have no space for it and and so i called that hypocrisy because it's like if you want to get a vaccine get the vaccine but we're gonna body shame people now so i respond uh and post a video and this that girl- video I couldn't tell was big dick or little dick energy. I was I was like, I can't tell what energy Cougar's on right now because he's like, yep. you think we should be body shaming people for having little dicks? And I was like, yo, does Cougar have a little dick and he feels bad yeah. about it? But he's also like, just think about people, man. And you're like, man, that's big dick energy, yeah. bro. You're like, you're, your oh, whole thing that's... just went back and forth. Um, well, and, and so, so this is what happens is this girl responds to me and... um. I was going to open her message and look at it. And then she ended up blocking me before I could even read the response that she had. Whoa. And it was like, you know, and I could be like, <gasps> but it was just like, okay, there's a same great girl. Yes. Okay, you know, same there's girl. a yeah. great. And she even replied and was like, wow, you. And cause I have, I can scroll on Snapchat over a little bit and you can read a chunk of the message without opening it. Um, cause I like to give time between my responses for some weird reason. I don't know why I don't like to immediately respond to somebody. I don't like them to be like watching me type, but anyway, she responds and I see, okay, she says that like, oh, call, oh, you called me out. Like I couldn't see the why, but I could see it. And then she has this paragraph and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to respond to her. And, and I'm not ever trying to put someone down when I'm talking about this shit. And then she blocks me and I was like, that is a great example of how communication works on social media is that the second that someone says something that you don't like, you don't have to contend with it. All mm-hmm. you have to do is block their ass, bro. And then mm-hmm. all your stories will show you things that you want to see. You can block every person that makes you feel uncomfortable when they say something. And I know that like I wasn't attacking anybody in this. And this girl is a very fit girl. She's not like when I because I said if we're using big dick energy, what if I used uh, fat girl energy? You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same degrading say term. Again. You know what I'm saying? Say it again. Fat the, girl energy, bro. The people in the back. <laughs> I'm sorry. That like if it's acceptable to use big dick energy, it would be acceptable to use that fat girl energy. People would say it's not acceptable to use that shit. FGD. I agree. I agree. And so, um, but that's the thing are. is like, even when I'm not, when I'm purely trying to discuss something, if it contradicts someone's opinion block, that mm-hmm. is all of social media. It's so much easier not to respond to somebody and say, fuck them. than to try to elaborate all of the complicated ideas in your head. It's impossible, and it's the most frustrating thing, and it makes people mad, and then it com- it completely ruins our way of communicating with each other because no one's talking to each other in person. What did the message say? Could you were you able to read it, or did she block you too fast? Once I saw that it was like a paragraph, I saw that called called me out, and then I scrolled back and was like, okay, I like I know there's a paragraph. I'm gonna go back and read that. Um, but I didn't. I didn't look at any of the specific words or anything because I was gonna mm. go read it. I didn't know she was but gonna she block me. But she blocked you too yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, and that's how I knew she blocked me is because I had the I had it right there and then it was gone. Um, yeah. And so it's just like, and that's fine. You can block me. Like that's your right. That's your. But we're setting up a society where we are only wanting to interact with things that make us feel comfortable, and that is really bad. Just like how we mentioned cold showers. Cold showers are good 
because it can do it. Sometimes it's good for your skin and it can help your blah, blah, blah inside your body. It makes you more resilient. It is doing something that is very uncomfortable. And you thinking, well, why would I do this? I have no reason to experience something highly uncomfortable for 30 seconds or 10 seconds or two minutes. And I do it anyway. You do that. Can anyone who interacts with you other than really doing something in your regular day be more or be worse than that cold shower? Be yeah. more, be harder to go through than that cold shower? Hell no. And so resilience is huge. Hearing op- opposing views is huge because we have to be able to create resilience and hear what are you saying? Okay, I can say exactly what you're trying to think back to you and I don't agree with it rather than I don't agree with you because I don't like what you're saying. You know, like... There's a big difference in how we could interact versus how we do. Well, and people want to have the last word. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's what that girl got. Yeah. And yep. she did. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been texted from people saying, I'm just letting you know, this is the last text message you'll be receiving from me. Yep. And it's like, okay, because then after that, I mean, I quickly know that block is coming. Yep. You know, yep. and people aren't going to respond and they want to have the last word and they don't, you know, they don't want to face reality. Yeah. You know, yep. so I, I agree. I think that. What's that? What's that saying? Uh, that you, that you taught me. That's a, it's a Rogan fact. Uh, hard men oh, yeah. create easy times. Easy times create easy men. Create weak men. Weak men. Weak men create hard times. And yep. hard times create hard men. Yep. Yep. And that's just. I mean, that's just people. And we can't get away from that. We literally can't. Yeah. Because even like. But we can. We from, are from the cycle. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I feel like we have been in a state of weak men and now our society is falling and we are going to be in a state where we will be put in a position to be what's going to get hard for us, dude, bro. I think that like so this vaccine mandate is going to cause a lot of division. I think that like even like economic wise, the dollar like I've just heard people talk about like the dollar crashing and stuff Mm -hmm. like grand scale things because we're set up on like a house of cards we're we're trillions of dollars in debt we're making money up out of nowhere like we're just running this huge scam until it fucking runs right into the ground i feel like um and whether that means like we're actually going to be like in the survival mode or if we're going to have to be tough in other ways i don't know what it's going to exactly look like but i feel like we have created a society of we're going to do only what makes us feel comfortable mm-hmm. and we're going to pursue just our impulses and it's going to be awesome and it's super fun. But while you're doing that, while you're having a, a ton of casual sex or while you're getting fucked up every single weekend, you're weakening yourself and you're weakening your society. And if you rinse and repeat that over decades and decades and decades and decades, you will have a weak society that's ready to fall. But do you not think that the future that's coming is a, is a little bit bigger than that? Do you not think the future is a little bit bigger than the dollar? Because even if the dollar crashes, unless our if our grid crashes, right? right That's the right, one thing yeah. that I would be like, okay, now we're fucked. Right. We're like, absolutely everyone is fucked immediately. Right. But yep. I don't think that the future, the way that it looks, especially in America for the most part, like mm-hmm. people are comfortable. People right. can spend their days just zoning out and just being like, oh, yeah, Facebook, you're fucking good today. You know what I mean? Yep. Like. So I don't know if even if the dollar crashes, how many people are investing in crypto? How many people get their their shit coming in that way? Quite a bit, but not. I mean, not enough. Not but I mean, that's people. sure. But that's a way a lot of the way the banks are going. Right. We have no idea even like what the next five years are going to look like, bro. Right. Like with the way that we are adv- advancing, mm-hmm. we could all be dead. Yeah. Like we legitimately yep. have no idea. Right. So 
I don't know. I, I just don't think, to be honest, like unless our grid crashes mm-hmm. or unless something really catastrophic happens. And I mean, not even the dollar dropping, not even like um, a massive, a massive rise of like loss of houses, not, like mm-hmm. it's something really terrible. I don't think that we're going to get a lot of hard people. Mm. The future is so soft. It's easy. I, I feel like that's what like people in was it Rome, where the like public ho- like baths were and shit, where everyone was super comfortable, right before the fall. Everyone's chilling because everyone is passive now. What is anyone fighting for? I saw this video of these people from the Soviet Union. This guy like pulled up next to him in a car and said, "Where are you guys from? Um, why did you move here? What do you think of capitalism?" And they said that this is one of the best systems in the world that's why they came here blah mm-hmm. blah blah typical for like uh people uh immigrant coming to america and loving america type stuff but there's like mass mass corruption there's mass scams of economic manipulation i don't see and so you say like a bigger future i think that the future is bright i really do but i think that in order to get to that future you have to shed your skin we can't just like say, all right, America, we're going to start to kind of do this. Like things, something has to change before society changes because society only knows one way right now. And I don't, I, I think it's, I think there's going to be like a dip and a time of like, holy fuck, we need to really think about what is valuable to us before. That's why I'm trying to take things so slow because First you're here, then all of a sudden you're here. All of a sudden you're down, you know? And so taking things slow, once you hit those hard, but I think once we hit those hard times, you're shedding your skin and what comes on the other side is something new, something born anew. And that's the future. That's the bigger future that I see. Whether that's, because again, we could all be dead in two years. We could all, I mean, and then, and anyone who took the vaccine will be dead in eight months. So, you know, like, (laughs) but I just don't know. I feel like we are in a time of, of weak men. I don't see... And especially because our society is against strong men. We're raised. Mm-hmm. I was convinced, bro, when I was younger, like, oh, to be like a macho guy is bullshit. That's stupid. You don't want to be like a manly guy. I was like, but I'm a, I'm a man. Why, <laughs> why can't I be a manly guy? And that's I not mean, saying I... that people should not be should not be not manly. But it's just like, why are we going after that? You know? Right. I don't know, man. I've never super, really super been manly. Most who took vaccines will be dead by 2025. Yes. Yeah, what the fuck? It's coming. I don't know, man. I, I haven't really ever been, really been super manly. Um, right. And that's fine. And even just the thought of like a lot of people saying like uh, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. That's like getting away from anyone being masculine at all. Yep, exactly. You know? Yep. Because I think a lot of people start to think like, Toxic masculinity is all oh, just chopping wood and yep. fucking monster trucks and all this bullshit. But like, really, what it comes down to is toxic masculinity is real, but it's just p- dudes who aren't able to like express themselves and yep. who are afraid of being vulnerable and yep. open and honest with yep. people and like just hiding behind anger and what they perceive as strength. I'll tell you what, man. Been watching a lot of wife swap. Recently. A lot of wife swap. A lot of wife me swap. And uh, I'll tell you what about wife swap. It's uh, you learn a lot about people. And I was yeah. watching one before I came over here where it was like the super fit active family with three boys and they all played like 
12 sports each. Like, one of them did fucking kung fu, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other family was, like, kind of bigger parents, and their kids weren't, like, heavy or set or anything, but they just were lazy. Right. Just, like, playing music and stuff. And uh, the dad was really, like, really, on the on the fit family, was really, like, shame, like shaming the mom, almost. And, like, he would be, like, if she was sensitive at all, he's like, you know, I, I just don't really appreciate your you know, your emotions and your depression. Mm. Like he would relate like sadness with the, like, with like he would relate like sensitivity with depression. Well, so then the question is, is that, would we want to label that as toxic masculinity or as, yeah. a, as a human being, being insensitive to others feelings? Because you could find many men that would try to dive mm. into those feelings and emotions. And so it's like, well, yeah, like, and you but might find, the, find some women who are like, don't fucking don't who, cry. I don't give a fuck about your emotions. Fuck you. Absolutely. That's well, toxic, toxic woman vanity. But whatever. do you not think Femininity. a lot of, and this again, this is a blanket statement, but do you mm-hmm. not think a lot of these, a lot of those women, women would say, don't cry, be a man. Mm. Which then would go back to men are supposed to be inherently yes. not emotional. Yep. Right. Like that, like, so to- that would be like toxic masculinity. Right. Right. Because women are looked at supposed to be emotional and right. and flying off the handle yep. and crying and blah blah blah. Right. Whereas a man is supposed to be literally Wayne from Letterkenny. Right. Yep. Yeah, you seen cool that comment. show? No, never have. It's pretty good. But is it just like being in like like cut short Look and up like Wayne emotion and shit? From Letterkenny, man. I it's the dude literally plays Plank. Like a grown up version of Plank from Ed Ed and Eddie. I was just gonna say Ed Ed and Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's literally a board, bro, and he's just like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'll do it. I got it. If a man needs help, you help him. Mm. Yep. And I, I mean, I guess there are like parts of it where he like wears like a little pink hat and stuff, but like the aura of no emotion, nothing. Right. Right. I would say that's toxic masculinity, uh, which, but then what do you call it when it's a woman? Being a bitch. Right. Well, cause (laughs) wouldn't it just be like someone being a dick or someone being like, cause that's the thing is now we're getting into like gendered vocabulary here. And I'm not now we've switched the roles because I'm not necessarily on the side of using toxic femininity and toxic masculinity because you can boil them down to a fundamental behavior. This guy is being insensitive towards someone's emotions. This woman is being insensitive towards this man's emotions or this other woman's emotions. That's the same behavior. Yeah. But if men and women are different then when a man does it, it will make it toxic masculinity. I can get behind that. Yeah, and that's where I was going with that, too. Got you. Because okay. if we're going to be behind that notion that men and women are different, mm-hmm. then they would do it in different ways. And a woman would probably be, I don't know, I, I mean, I couldn't speak from, like, a female perspective right. about, like, how they would be ins- insensitive towards your feelings. But, like, I just can tell you from, like, how a stereotypical, like, man is supposed to do it because that's... Right. I was never taught it, but inherently you just know as a mm-hmm. young boy, right? Mm-hmm. Even you who grew up with a father and me kind of who grew up without one, like... We both know what a stereotypical man is supposed to look like. Right. You know? Yep. So. Yep. I don't know, but that goes back to gender norms, and we know how I feel about those. But if you don't, yes. you could go to patreon.com forward slash fear the burn. And check it out. <laughs> that's that's another interesting thing, too, is that um, the insistence and, like, the alignment of ideology and, like, saying there's not a difference between men and women, but men should respect women and men need to be careful because they can make a woman uncomfortable and men, we need to raise our men to not be predators in this society. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that means that there's a difference between men and women, right? It would have to be. Yeah. Because if there was no difference, then there would be no fear. And so, like, I'm not afraid of men when I go out outside. Because you're a man. Because I'm a man. Yeah. I understand why a woman would be afraid of a man. Absolutely. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that she's in a situation where it doesn't have to be every man that she, she's petrified that she walks by. But it's like, and that's also not the case. You can't make that claim because the majority of men would help a woman, bro. But you don't know. You don't know. The majority of serial killers are men. True. And you don't know who's a serial killer. True. This is something Absolutely. I want to start working on as a bit, bro. Okay. You Murder is real. It's about Mur- as real as it gets, murder right? Murder is real, yeah. <laughs> dude. You can get murdered whenever. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take a month. No appointment I watch, needed. I watch so many murder documentaries at work, dude. <laughs> I listen to them. I don't watch them because I got shit to do. Right. But, I, but dude, I listen the yeah. all the time to these motherfuckers. And people will just hide outside of your house thinking they're in Skyrim with a hatchet ready to chop your head off, yep. dude. Yep. And murder is real. And it can happen whenever. What? And you don't know if that dude walking down the street is Jeffrey Dahmer. You Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. Well, and so I have that fear as well. Mm-hmm. That's the same because that's the thing is like, especially with Jeffrey, I can't stop a serial killer. I can, I can stop an attacker who's just gonna like try to get me, and I might be stronger than most regular women. There would be many women who could kick the guy's ass. I get that. But what what was your point just a second ago? You don't know who the guy is. You don't know who the guy is. And if he is plotting against me, that means he's going to try to get me when my back is turned. And I would have to turn into someone who's paranoid, who's always looking over his shoulder. That's the thing is like everyone is walking on a little bit of faith. We all do it. We all have a little bit of faith that this motherfucker is not going to blow through this intersection and T-bone me. Mm-hmm. That this motherfucker right here isn't going to steal all my money. Or this guy who, God, he's a lot bigger than me. Because even a guy who walks into a room that is just way bigger than me, out of control, I'm like, who, bro. Like, I actually instantly respect you if you don't come in and just ruin everything. Because you could. If they're just big. If they're just big, bro. Like, all of your friends who are ginormous. Yeah. Like, that's... they come into a room and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Bro, dude, you could have smashed through that door. You could, or like you could be <laughs> doing something to me that I couldn't stop you from doing. Mm. And that's like there's this whole concept of being a monster because everyone is a monster. Everyone is capable of disgustingly terrible acts and unconscious accidents that harm human beings. And when you become a conscious monster, it's like a monster walking through a town unconsciously and wiping everything out because it's 50 feet tall. And then you have a conscious monster who's going to tiptoe. Fucking, oh, my tip one. Oh, that was an accident. I'm really trying here, though. People will respect that monster more. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a monster walk into a fucking room and he doesn't say, hey, what's up, pussy? Because he could. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Am I going to fucking punch him in the face? I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do shit. Yeah. So he runs this shit instantly. And not in every dynamic way, not in... Now he's in charge, but there's a there's a presence. You know what I'm saying? When you're a monster, and that is in any way, not just a physical aspect, you will gain respect when you are an in-check monster rather than an unconscious asshole. Because mm-hmm. then everyone hates that big asshole who fucking is a dick to everybody and doesn't give a shit and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, and yeah. Knows he can run over people. Right, exactly. His... And uses it. Yeah. And there's a difference between knowing you can do it and not doing it. It's like, fuck, thank you. And so... 
even when people like don't t-bone me man like i'm aware of that like i'm like fuck <laughs> going through this intersection yeah. yeah it's a leap of faith baby and you stopped thank you very much because you didn't have to no mm-hmm. one's making you stop mm-hmm. this red light is just a light it was all you you know so but i think your fear of yeah i'm afraid of people walking down the street uh is still different from women yes you know because Absolutely. The truth is, a lot of serial killers aren't going to just get you when your back is turned. It seems like, from my research, yes, from. that a lot of serial killers will lure you in. They'll, like, coax you. Mm. You know? Well, and that, I think that would be another example of when your back is turned. When you're... Because when your back when your is turned is when your down. guard is down. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's better yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But, like, women can be physically overpowered. Absolutely. So there are those people who will just spur of the moment or whatever the fuck, just be like, this is the fucking time. Yep. Yep. And they'll just get after it. Terrible. <laughs> but they'll get after it, you know? Yep. Uh, and I just think that still, like... I understand women, and I don't know if you're not, you're trying to say this or not, but like I understand when women are like, I have to be wary of every dude. Like I get that. How do you get that? Because you don't know what the fuck this dude is gonna do. You really, right. you really don't. Right. Like, so, you, in your perspective as well, not just a woman's perspective, but you can see that as a man saying, yeah. Every guy that walks by, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, but I also, like, even you, right? Like, I think about this, like, with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, what if some of my friends were fucking killers, dude? Yeah, like, snapped, right? Right? Well, yeah, or, and, like, they're hiding it from you, and you're still hanging out with them, and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're like, killing people. Right. You know? Like, how do you know that you're fucking next? But here's the thing. I have a lot less, like you were saying, po- like, chance of, ne- of getting overpowered as easily as mm-hmm. most women. Right, right. So I do feel a little bit more safe. Right. Well, and that's the thing is like there is a peace of mind to that because it's like a predator prey situation. If I go out into the jungle and I get attacked by a lion or a, a tiger would be in the jungle. I could say, well, tigers are assholes and they need to change and blah, blah, blah. But no matter what humans have shown, obviously, no matter how sophisticated a society gets, those horrific behaviors will always persist small but in small batches but will always exist Mm -hmm. so for someone to virtue signal that all the tigers need to stop attacking people in the jungle then you're setting up and saying no little 16 year old girl there's no difference between a man and a woman walk down the road all by yourself it's all good yeah you're setting someone up to get preyed upon by a predator men are predators bro we are strong and we are uh conniving we think and if we have the wrong intent we can do some damage we really can Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make men better than women that we have that physical uh thing over them that that actually makes it worse because we're capable of doing more harm well and the thing is too is you'll hear a lot of people say you know we shouldn't teach that boys will be boys right like what they say Mm -hmm. we should teach Mm -hmm. boys not to objectify women Mm -hmm. which i definitely agree with but you have to understand is that whole boys will be boys mindset has been in play in culture forever, forever. Yep. So I agree that we need to get to a mindset where it's more people need to, um, not objectify women. So how, how do you reach that? Do you think that our society right now, but what I think is there needs to be an overlap. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like you're saying where you're teaching about to protect yourself right. because I think a woman should have, 
the opportunity and the privilege and the ability to walk down the street and not feel like every man is going to fucking harm her. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that for all people. Right. But I just know that as we implement this into the new generation, there needs to still be that teaching of not to say that you shouldn't wear what you want to wear, but like there are more provocative clothing than others. Yes. And if there is someone who has terrible thoughts and snaps and your tits are almost hanging out, good for you for wearing your shirt. That's great. That's your right. Absolutely. But also that might have provoked that dude, which is fucking terrible. And is wrong. But But there needs to be that teaching of people still need to be careful, man. Like that's what can create hard times for me is if people just, and people kind of have just been fucking careless, man. Yeah. Well, I had a guy ram into my truck. I had, Bradley had a guy ram into his car, total his car, you know, like, like pretty much the same spot. Yeah. In the exact same spot. Um, yeah, man, there's parked, like parked, parked yeah. outside of your house in a fucking neighborhood, two separate times. People fucking what the fuck? So there's, there's careless people for sure. Um, and that's mm. the thing is that there are many careless people. And so there's many careless men. So then the question is out of the Billions of men that are here and the small percentage that are willing to do harm, how capable are they of doing harm? How capable is a woman of doing harm? Okay, and then you have to find harm. Is it physical harm? Is it running up to somebody and picking them up and trying to throw them into a car? Then a man might have a, a, an advantage in that exact sport or situation. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, bro, women murder people too, bro. <laughs> you know, I've seen because I've been watching uh, these interrogation analysis mm-hmm. i'll send you one this guy's named jcs um yeah jcs psychology yeah heck mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah of course and and here they're using bait and switch yeah yeah bait. yeah <laughs> heck yeah dude i love that um but that's the thing is like you, when when it really comes down to it you don't know mm-hmm. you don't know even if it's a woman you could say well statistically men, like if you yeah, are I mean, a man you'd be more killers. likely to right but yeah. that's the thing is like when it really comes down to it it's we want everyone to be able to walk down the road without feeling any fear. Mm-hmm. Can we get that though? Can you, cause that's the thing, comfortability. Can we ever achieve true comfortability in the wild, in nature? Or do you have mm. to set up a disconnected society where you think that comfort should just exist everywhere? Right. Right. Interesting. Cause yeah. that's the thing. Do you, do I deserve to be able to go out in the forest in an objective nature sense, not in a human perspective, in an objective nature sense, walk out into the forest and feel like I shouldn't feel afraid. I yeah. feel afraid. You yeah. Know because saying? you should feel afraid if you go outside, to be honest, because of the things that I can't control. And just like a serial killer, I can't control those things, you know, like, and, but I don't know, man. Well, and you I don't can't know. control the ma- majority of shit that you encounter during the day, man. Yep. You can't. And that's something that I realized recently. The deadliest place you get on in your daily life is the road. Mm-hmm. Every day you jump on the road with motherfuckers that you don't know who are behind the wheel. Yep. And a lot of them, men, crazy ass men yep. who can do a lot of fucking harm. Absolutely. And you know how else men can harm women? How can they harm women? By making fucking shitty ass abortion laws, man. Ooh, like what's going on okay. in Texas right now. You want to pull that up, Bradley? Abortion laws in Texas or the new abortion? I believe it's called the heartbeat bill. The heartbeat bill. I don't know a lot about it. Um, from so what I do understand. Wh- I have a question though. On abortion, there seems to be this notion that the only people who are for abortion are men. Yeah, I don't think that's true. What do I say to a woman that says, 
I believe in this. Right. I don't know. I'm not a woman. And also, because I've been also told signs into the law of nations. Um, Government Greg Abbott signs into law of one of nation's strictest abortion measures banning procedure as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. So, so here's a question for you. People Which, told, just to be honest, I'm so sorry, but a lot of women don't even find out they're pregnant until two months in. Continue. Right, okay. People say that you should be able to believe whatever you want. Because I've been told that even by people who are very pro-choice, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone believes that life literally, and I don't necessarily believe this, but someone does, life literally begins at conception. If they truly believe that, then wouldn't they then act upon it to try to save that if they truly believe that it's an autonomous life separate from its mother? Yeah, is that not what pro-life people do, though? Well, because that's the thing. is like That's what like people who are pro-choice are saying pro-life people are wrong, but you're saying... If you truly believe, then, like, are you justified? Right. If someone truly believes that there there's a life that they're saving for the greater good, right? What do you, I mean, what do you think? About abortion? Or about people? I mean, to be honest, man, like, I think that uh, a lot of people, um... Because could we look up a six-week fetus, please? The question comes down to when does life start? Yes, it does. You know what I mean? And so... It's very tricky. For a lot of people, I don't even know if that does what it comes... does matter what it comes down to anymore. Because like you're saying, they would just sacrifice the baby for the greater good. Because a lot of people are now saying that even if it happens to be life at conception, that they wouldn't want to bring another person into this world. Well, you go to that top right one. That looks like a baby to me. It's a little baby. Like it's got a little eyeballs yeah, yeah a little hand that's six weeks mm-hmm. when do you think that the line should be drawn for an abortion here's the thing man i have no idea i have zero idea about like when i think it should be drawn well, so like when you see like a picture like that i don't care i really don't like don't care about what i don't care about when people have abortions mm, okay. i don't right. because yeah, life might start, but to be honest, like until you're out in the world, like what the fuck have you done? Well, like you say that about a kid, though. You say that about an infant. Something that's not even here yet. Well, so um, I have seen some TikToks of people who were claiming they were failed abortion babies. Okay. And they're really frustrated that people are speaking for them because they said that if they had a choice, they would have chose to live. Mm. What, what do you think mean? about that? Like if she was like, if I, if you had asked me just like right now, like she says after the abortion, I'm happy that my mom did not get an abortion, but they were failed abortions. Right. So, so they tried to abort her and it didn't work. Okay. And then she ended up having her. And right. And she said that she wishes that abortion wouldn't exist because then people speak for other. Well, cause she's, she's saying that she did not want to be aborted mm-hmm. and she would not have chosen to be aborted. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, well, like this little fetus wouldn't care. It's not alive. It doesn't care. But when you bring that fetus all the way through, that fetus would say, I would not want to be aborted. And when you have that and you have a little look baby looking thing, how is that like not looked at as like something more valuable? Because you know? that fetus is a fetus and it's not that person. That's, that's how I relate it. Because... 
yeah, you're, you're taking away something's chance at life. But to me, a lot of it is something really until like the baby, I guess, can see. I, that's the thing for me. Like, I don't know when life starts, man. Right. To me, life might start when you come out of your mom's whatever. Really? Yeah. Because you're you're growing into a human. Well, so right. Like, are you a human like an eight month abortion? I mean, I just don't know because I don't like I guess when it when it can feel pain and I don't know that would be a good thing. Right. Like if you can like feel nerves, I guess, but I, it has to hurt the mom too. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. it doesn't feel good I'm for sure. the mom at all. But I don't know, man. Hey, Rod, can you find out when? Yeah, that's an eight month. Yeah, they're fucking pregnant as shit. Dude. I mean, they're pregnant. Could you as put eight month fetus? Here's the thing, though. I'm not arguing for eight-month abortions. I, but but also, you're not arguing not against eight-month abortions. I'm saying that I just don't know when abortions should be allowed. That is where it gets really tricky. Yeah. Um, can we find out when fetuses can feel pain? Because I think that might come, might want to have come down for me. I saw this interesting video of this guy. He was getting people, um, he was getting people to sign a petition to save like there were there was this thing going through that was going to save bald eagle eggs okay okay because people were destroying nests and destroying the eggs right um and some people were like grabbing the eggs and slamming them on the ground and shit and he was like yeah would you want to stop this and they're like absolutely and they sign it and then he says oh and also i have this this other petition that we're doing that is trying to Talks to a twenty weeks. We'll pull away from or even earlier. So probably around like sixteen, twenty weeks. Um, he says, "Oh, and I also have this petition that is against abortion. Would you sign it?" And they say, "Well, no." And immediately there's a conflict of interest because they wanted to protect the eggs that were a potential for life. They weren't life. Mm -hmm. They're a potential for life. But the second it becomes a human being, then the potential for life no longer matters. Yeah. Because isn't the potential for life? Or not even potential for life because it's life. Like when we look at that six-week fetus, is it? It has an eyeball. It's got hands. Yeah. Like I has. What is it experiencing as far as life goes? What do you remember from when you were a six-week-old fetus? I don't remember what I. I don't remember when I was one. Yeah. Well, and so it's like that's the thing. Could you justify an abortion of a of a eight-month-old? No, because at that point they're ex they are though they are experiencing that, and so I guess the the whole notion of if you don't remember it, it didn't happen. That's not true, right? But you're not experiencing the real world as a fetus, what? right? So I, I first of all, I give less of a fuck about those eggs than I do with the fetus. Right, okay. <laughs> I, sure. I don't give a fuck about Love those bald eagle <laughs> eggs literally for one out <laughs> of a second. Uh, but the fetus, I mean, like. Like Rad just pulled up, which thank you, man. Uh, that it's like seventeen, probably mm -hmm. like around twenty weeks. Right, is when it starts to feel pain, or that's when it can respond, respond to pain. Respond to pain, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a good way to put it because you don't know if it feels it or not; it just responds to it. Right. Um, or like you don't know if it's feeling it before and just can't respond to it. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I don't know. I I mean, at that point, I would probably say if it responds to pain, then. I probably wouldn't because that would mean that you're like, I mean, you're literally killing it, but like you're physically harming something and it knows you're harming it. Right. Whereas before you can't really say that it knows you're harming it. You don't know. Well, But that's the thing is like we're talking about it as if it's a separate thing that is existing that if you bring it to its full effect, will say, I am so happy you did not end me. Thank you so much. 
and we're saying, yeah, well, now yeah, just just kill it right now, and then it won't ever be able to say that. Mm-hmm. That's frightening to me. Okay. I really don't think about that. Why not? Because it's not that thing yet. And that thing could be a million different things. Right. Right? Like your dogs, right? When you got your dogs. Mm-hmm. They could have been any which way. Right. And the way that you raised them or didn't raise them could have made them any which way. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't know if that thing could grow up to be like, hey, I'm so glad that you didn't fucking kill me. True. Or it could also be like, you, I fucking hate you. Well, then it, then they'd commit suicide. Right. So then they you wouldn't be talking to them. But I guess how many failed abortions have committed suicide would be the next question. And how many, and I mean, like, it might have been just better if you killed it off in the first place if it's already going to kill itself. Right. Well, that's true. That's so dark. But that's like, that's the thing is like, well, can you, that's the thing. There's always that option, but there's always the option of this thing saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm not worried about if one is ungrateful about it. I'm worried about the ones that would be grateful about it mm-hmm. and saying, I would like to give those ones life. Okay. But you, again, you don't know. Well, cause the one the, but there are ones that say that is what I'm saying. Sure. And so there will be ones that are ungrateful and that's great. The ones that are grateful, I am trying to advocate for because they feel like they're being spoken for. Yeah. And I'm trying to advocate for people who don't. Right. Who don't what? Who'd wish that they would have been aborted? I don't know. I, right. no, I, mean, I, see I, just, I see what you're saying. I think that, dude, I just, I don't think that abortion is wrong. I just don't. Like, I don't think the procedure is wrong. I don't think it's wrong for a woman to do what she wants with her body. I don't think it's wrong for anyone to do it. So even at like body. 20 weeks? I mean, again, I don't know, right? Like, Because well, like, it feels pain at 20 weeks. I, I, I'm saying that like abortions inherently, I don't think are wrong. I don't know at what point it should stop. But I do feel like at some point the baby is probably too far along for you to fucking go in there and reach and pull it out. Right. But my idea on that could change. Right. Maybe I could start believing in third in third trimester abortions. Do you remember when that right. bill almost got passed or it did get passed in New York? I knew it got passed in Australia. I didn't know it got passed in I'm New York. I'm pretty sure in New York they started doing third um, trimester uh, abortions, man, like a couple years ago. Well, so then what does that look like when you're aborting a third trimester fetus? Have you ever seen an abortion? Mm. It's pretty crazy. You want to watch one? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. I'll do it. If I, I mean, had the keyboard, I would pull it up. I've heard that. I mean, I've seen like diagrams and stuff, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like you send like scissors up, and you chop it up into pieces, and then you vacuum it out. And so, you have to literally like cut up the head of an eight-month fetus that, if you induce labor, could be born and be alive. Mm-hmm. And but we're saying that the vaginal wall is the determiner for life. And if you were over here, we couldn't do this. But since you're in here, we can cut you up with scissors because no one will be able to see it. That's what abortion <laughs> looks like, bro. Like abortion isn't just like reaching up and pulling it out. It's like you have to chop up the child mm-hmm. and then suck it out with a vacuum. Sad. And so you don't care about that. I don't. Even if it's a third trimester. I don't know. And it's so risk- you keep asking well, me this question. A, you're trying to trap well, me. I'm, I'm, I'm don't trying, try to trap me. Because that's the thing is like we're trying to get specific here. And so if we just say, well, I like. I think probably after 20 weeks you shouldn't have an abortion. And so then would you say that that makes an abortion wrong? After 20 weeks? After probably. 20 weeks. Okay. Probably. Okay. But before that, no. Okay. So that's why can we go back to that uh, article where it was talking about the heartbeat bill for Texas? Uh. Sorry to be pulling you back and forth, but, um, yeah, man, I just, I, I don't know. Like the whole idea that 
any abortions after six weeks to me is just kind of absurd. Right. Most women don't find out until they're literally two months pregnant. Well, so where did you hear that? From my coworker today. What she's claiming is that the DOJ is freaking out about this law. Okay. Because if any woman gets an abortion, yeah, just scroll down a little bit right there, right there. Let's see see what we got there. Um, But she was saying that anybody who got an abortion or helped someone get an abortion could get a fine or get jail time. Right. And there's nothing about rape or incest in there, like even about the abortions. Uh, this is what I heard. What I don't like is this whole fucking thing at the bottom where it says our creator endowed us with the right to life and yet millions of children lose their right to life every year because of abortions. Right. Man, if there's got to be a separation of church and state, the fucking mm-hmm. right has to give it up. Mm-hmm. They got to mm-hmm. give it up, man. Like you can't say our creator. You can't say shit like that. I'm sorry. Well, but then how would we get into like the like the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff? Because we mentioned God as well. Yeah, I think like, we should get rid of that. Don't we instantaneously have a conflict of like we should get when rid we, of that when part. we yeah when we say separate between state and religion, we don't really do that. No, you know, like that's okay. But yeah, keep Can going. Can you scroll down a little bit, please? Right there. Uh, after whenever an ultrasound that can detect that lawmakers defined as a fetal heart heartbeat, right? So the bill bans abortions after whenever an ultrasound can detect a fetal heartbeat, right? Um, which can be as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. Medical and legal experts say the term is misleading because embryos don't possess a heart at that development stage. So it's just when they're like producing some sort of pulse. Well, so will so it's you, not even their heart. Will you look up a six week? Fetus heartbeat? Because, yeah, that's weird. Like, what the fuck are they talking about then? Maybe it's just being like an orca. Yeah, that first one? Yeah, making like some stupid baby sounds or something, you know? (laughs) And while Cougar reads this, I'm going to sing us a beautiful song. Go for it. Rolling. Rather, a six-week of pregnancy and an <laughs> ultrasound. Let me cut you off right there. No. Fuck you, An man. ultrasound can detect a little flutter in the area that will become the future heart of the baby. So what they're saying is, oh, this flutter happens because the group of cells that will become the future pacemaker of the heart gain the capacity to fire electrical signals. So what is that? I understood nothing of what you just that said. That sounds dog. like a heartbeat before it's a heartbeat. Because they're saying, well, right where the heart is in these group of cells right here and where the heart will be is pulsing like a heart there's no heart it's a beat see that's the thing man how are we how are we animals we're not fucking animals we're different huh what a wild one this has been man Rolling down the road. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Giving yourself to your craft. Getting rubbed down by Asian girls like Robert Kraft. Rolling down the road. Is that a real ass song? Finding yourself tonight. And get yourself some afternoon delight. This has been Fair the Burn, everybody. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. That was so fun. I love that one. I'm sweating. I had, I had fun, man. Rad, you're the best, bro. Love you, Radley. Love you, Chan. Good-ass episode. Peace. Love you all.
Bye. Hit him, hit him with the piece again. Hit him with the piece again. Peace! 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 Peace!